Ladies and gentlemen, hearing that I write a lot about problems in K-12, people often exclaim, why? I tell them, because I want to save the country. They think I'm joking. Not that much. Well, specifically, the big attraction for me is high levels of criminality and pathology. I'm thinking of malfeasance, fake research, endless gimmicks and jargon, fraud, deceit, and multitudes of wounded victims. For example, you tell children you will teach them to read, but you make sure they never become good readers. Surely that's a crime. I was fascinated by the challenge of figuring out how professors achieve these bad effects. In general, I noticed a Pelovium tactics of finding cognitive weak spots and hitting them hard. For example, what is the most crucial vulnerability in all of K-12? That would be reading. No literacy, no learning. So there was no surprise when hard-left educators wanting to weaken our country focused on ways to sabotage reading instruction. For phonetic languages like English, the weak spot is anything that prevents an understanding of letters and their sounds. Bingo! So looking back to 1931, when our education experts announced that phonics must be thrown out of the schools, what sort of replacement do you suppose our experts proposed? Easy. Quack professors told children to ignore the alphabet, focus instead on sight words, picture clues, context, and guessing. These professors of nihilism created a steady slide into illiteracy that is still the most distinctive feature of American public schools. We have 50 million functional literates due to 90 years of pedagogical dishonesty. The big news recently is that Professor Lucy Calkins, the main purveyor of this vision for more than 20 years, was disowned by Columbia University and Teachers College. See episode 118. During the same decades, I wrote lots of articles explaining to parents why they must not let their children learn sight words, as this approach often results in illiteracy. Consider my titles. You'll see that I'm not subtle or esoteric. Sight words are a sick joke. Those words, dumb and dangerous. Why reading is phonics. K-12, history of the conspiracy against reading. K-12, illiterate new world. K-12, no joy in reading. That's the plan. K-12, quagmire, problems with sight words. K-12, unequal resources? No, unequal reading. Why the education establishment hates cursive? Massive K-12 reading failure explained. How to create functional illiteracy in seven easy lessons. The strange truth about dyslexia. But Lucy had academic prestige, vast budgets, and elaborate national and international support. The New York Times was on her side until recently. So the bad ideas won year after year after year, which clearly reveals that the central obstacle for parents is finding reliable information. Lucy will tell you to make bad decisions. I tell you the truth. When an industrial accident destroyed my main site, improveeducation.org, which is a hundred or more pages long, I decided to set up a fundraiser that would also explain my reform work in general. 
This short presentation is called Support Education Reform. It explains what's wrong with K-12 and how we fix it. Contributions are, of course, welcome, but the bigger purpose is to make Americans more aware of what has gone wrong in the classroom and why so many children are damaged. Struggling readers are often erratic students and likely to misbehave. Then they can be pushed into special ed and given powerful drugs. Prolonged administration of these chemicals can induce physiological dependence, withdrawal symptoms, and even loss of brain function. Many experts are worried about the overprescription of these drugs, and this danger runs parallels to one of the worst fates that can happen to a child. Drugs are no drugs. The child is maybe seven or eight years old and realizes that he is defective. He cannot do things his friends easily do, i.e. read. The actual problem is that he cannot memorize hundreds and hundreds of sight words. Another few years of this and he is totally humiliated and crushed. I once interviewed a reading coach and she told me about her first encounter with a 12-year-old boy who informed her straight away, just so you know, I'm stupid. The coach herself was almost an hysteric from trying to help these kids. Just thinking about the rage in her voice still makes me shudder. Have you seen any mention in the media about the tragedy of children who have to deal with being total failures early in life? Probably there are millions of them. Does anybody care about these lost people? Remember that their failure is a result of trying to do what adults told them to do. The introduction of sight words in the schools was intended to be like Pearl Harbor, a sneak attack that would take down the whole country. The attack continues. Most parents have no chance of understanding what's done to their children. Then they hear the dread diagnosis, dyslexia. The only good news is that we can turn the society around quicker than most people realize. We merely have to do the opposite of what Lucy and her experts make children focus on, which is sight words and guessing. Stop thinking about sight words and guessing. Finally, please tell parents about support education reform. It's short and entertaining. It starts with an explanation of why I call K-12 a crime scene. Then I sketch the major components of my reform campaign, 150 articles on American Thinker, 50 YouTube videos, a podcast titled Let's Fix Education, 3,000 answers on Quora, and 1,000 articles on various sites and blogs. All of this material gives parents the necessary understanding for dealing with a corrupted education establishment. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that, we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education. 
but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep t telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.